This episode of The Instance is brought to you by XIQ Notecast. Notecast is a revolutionary app for podcast listeners. With Notecast, you can subscribe and listen to all your favorite shows, but you can also save portions of your favorite podcasts with automatic transcripts. Try it free for 60 days, no credit card required. Download Notecast for Android or iOS by going to notecast.app. That's notecast.app. And sign in using the code FROGPANTS for a free 60-day trial. That's notecast.app and enter the code FROGPANTS when completing your sign-up. Also, thanks to Keeps for supporting the instance. Keeps makes easy and affordable hair loss treatment for men. To receive your first month of treatment for free, go to keeps.com slash wow. Death to the scourge and death to the living! <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the instance. This is the instance, episode 552. And uh, my name is Scott Johnson. I'm here with Garrett Weinzerpel. Hello, Garrett. Hey, Scott. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, Garrett, fresh off of a hot cup of homemade, amazing coffee. Uh, we were just talking about this pre-show, so hey, you want to come listen to the show live? You should, because then you find out all the dirty hairy going on around here about uh, coffee makers and and. Is uh, that a saying? No, it's not. I think I made it up. <laughs> anyone ever said you can find out all the dirty hairy? <laughs> I don't. I think uh, <clears throat> having one of those mornings where the words are coming out and they kind of sound like I meant it, but really it's just my brain backfiring. Which is great news. You're describing podcasting, Scott. If you're here for a cogent show with all kinds of great information, boy, have I got bad news for you. No, that's not true. We have a great show today. Lots to talk about. Patrick's at his mom's and has no microphone. Okay, so I want you all to make fun of him for this uh, and tease him incessantly online and say, Patrick, oh, boo-hoo, your mom doesn't have a microphone. Boo-freaking-who. And then I would like Patrick to just tell his mom that I say hi because I bet she's a really nice lady. She is a really nice lady. She's very sweet, and uh, I think all of Patrick's sweet side comes from her. Although his dad was pretty cool too, but the French part of him, the part that wants to constantly put a scarf on and be rude to everyone, is suppressed. It's pressed down by the great parenting he experienced, and hopefully <laughs> this passes on nicely to his little one, who's uh, half. Uh, half French and half, uh, what is she from? Oh, fin- Finnish. And so hopefully, she, uh, A, the baby won't be translucent for 60% of its life because that's what the Finnish bring in their genetics, right? But also, they're a very kind people. They're elves, really. They float a foot above the ground everywhere they go. So it's a great combination. We wish him the best this week while he's not here. And I'm going to stop talking about it now. Hey, check it out, everybody. We got a big show. Uh, before we get going here real quick, I got a BlizzCon thought. Garrett, I'd like to throw it in your face and see what comes out of your face after I throw it at you, okay? So here goes. All right. Hopefully it won't be like the thing. No, it won't be like the thing. Oh, I love the thing. When the dog's wearing the guy's face, that's the best scene in the history of movies. Wait, that's the wrong movie. Is that the right movie? I think you're thinking, of, I think you're mixing Hannibal with the thing. No, there was like a... What's the chat room you have to help us here? What's the movie where the dog walks up with a guy's face hanging on the dog's face? dog's head and it says something what, what am i thinking of is it the thing it's not th- the thing ah shoot it's a mo- it's a real thing i know i've seen this i just i just remember spider head that's all i remember <laughs> that one's good too but so there is a movie where a dog walks up 
Bo- oh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I've conflated the, that one. Yeah, I've conflated the two movies because both of them featured a face in, in very uh, disproportionate usefulness. It was gross. All right. Well, what are you throwing at my face? Here's guy? what I'm throwing at your face. Here's a BlizzCon thought for you. They have stated both uh, to shareholders and to the public and to everyone's consternation the Blizz, uh, Blizzard in particular has no new games coming out, no big, re- no new game releases coming out before the end of 2019. So 2019, it will be uh, Blizzard game free other than all the properties they already have. They don't count, count uh, WoW Classic as a new game because it's not. So that doesn't even count. So... We know this already going into BlizzCon. And my previous thought about that was, oh, that's a bummer. That's even a bummer for BlizzCon. And then it hit me this morning. If this is true, if Blizzard is, is a desert for 2019 in terms of new releases, doesn't that mean that BlizzCon 2019 might be just nothing but wall-to-wall announcements? Like, you can't have a whole year of no <laughs> releases and then not expect just announcement after announcement like multiple teams getting up, Diablo 4, freaking uh, whatever mobile shit they have going on, uh, bet, bet, bim, bam, boom, what's next for StarCraft and its universe? Like, am I wrong to have that? That Because this morning I woke up with like actual giddiness in my, in my head about, ooh, that means this is maybe the best BlizzCon of all time coming up. What do you think? It's in your face. My response, it it may sound rude, and it's because I thought you were going to hit me with something profound that I hadn't thought of, and yet you came to me with the most obvious revelation (laughs) about this year's BlizzCon. (laughs) Yes, yes. If there's no games in 2019, I would assume, I would certainly, I mean, the the bare minimum is that we get a new expansion World of Warcraft announcement, which is always exciting, Mm -hmm. especially if you're a fan of this show. Yeah. No, I completely agree. All right. Well, it is a little bleeding obvious, and I'm going to say this. And Sidian in the chat is correct. He's often correct. Uh, he says, last week, Scott, there is no reason for BlizzCon. This week, Scott, so much BlizzCon. You're right. I, <laughs> my previous theory was, hey, this is the year to skip, but not because they didn't have stuff to announce. My reasoning up till now had been, ooh, rough year, PR problems. Maybe just put your heads down and go for it. That's possible, blah, blah, blah. But what I wasn't thinking about is this is an actual opportunity for them to make BlizzCon the maybe one of the most important and biggest they've ever had in terms of announcements and, you know, big deals going on. If they fail to do that, if they have BlizzCon and don't do that, like if they get up there and don't have everything I'm saying, that's bad. That's going to be bad, Garrett, like bad. Right? Yes. (laughs) Yes, because we're already post BlizzCon 2018 where things did not go over well and then HTC was canceled and then a bunch of people were fired and everyone was reminded that Bobby Kotick has no soul. Mm. Uh, So we're all on Blizzard Edge. Yeah. Like the likes of which we've never seen. BlizzCon 2018 was already a weird BlizzCon uh, with, let's be honest, really only um, Diablo Immortal being the issue. Yeah. Yeah. Like if we were. We, it's fine. We've all been through quiet BlizzCons before. Mm-hmm. We could have handled another quiet BlizzCon for yeah. the most part. I sure. think the you know the 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 really mean, angry 
wow people they're like we're first worst thing ever and i just go did you play warlords of draenor mm. they would have come out still mad about bfa and still been talking about blizzard conspiracies but the rest of us it had a mortal not happen we would have just been like whatever it was just another you know blizzcon we still got to party with our friends it's fine mm. we can move on we've been through these before mm. but there's something about the addition of diablo immortal the addition of extra stuff but extra stuff none of us really wanted that mm. just set us all off not only that but then it's hard to separate that from the fallout that came after the the HTC cancellation, like the immediate uh, dumping of all the heroes stuff, and in such an unceremonious way, I think that then piled on to this to this stuff, and then you had the layoffs, uh, which were a little more recent. It's been a month and a week or something since that happened. Feels like yesterday, um, and that you know all of these things to me sort of combined like an ugly Voltron monster, and it's hard to get away from it. However, the further we get from that, the more I'm the more I'm convinced that BlizzCon might actually be the apocalypse of announcements in a good way. And <laughs> let's use the word bonanza. Bonanza. There you go. Yeah, apocalypse implies all sorts of dastardly endings. We don't want that. We want bonanza, an old western on TV in the fifties. Uh, all right. Hey, excuse me. That yeah, was I have it. one last thing. I have oh, one yeah. last thing. While we're on, while, while we're just reminiscing on yeah. the rough year and rough start of the year that BlizzCon has had, I uh, I recently uh, finished my rewatch of season one of Game of Thrones, mm. and I have to say, uh, Jay Allen Brack, you've been defeated in battle. You have to cut off your ponytail. Oh my lord! I hadn't thought of this. This is a great idea. You should have to do it at BlizzCon too. Do it up there on stage, <laughs> just shamefully, like have yeah. uh, have the red shirt guy go up and cut off his ponytail. Oh my gosh, dude. Can you imagine one more one more stage moment for a red shirt guy? That that's what we want in this <laughs> life. All right, well uh, that's all well and good. How about we dive into this? It has been a big week for World of Warcraft, including patch one, uh, 8.15. It hit this week, and hopefully we have all had a chance to dip our toes in it. Um, I've spent some time uh, dinking around in the world and um, continue to believe that. Did I say this last time? I may have, but. WoW continues to be the best. I'm on a conference call with a, some business people where I don't necessarily really need to pay too much attention, and so I'm going to play WoW while these people talk. <laughs> it's still the best game for that, man. There's no game on the market that's better for that. Because if one of them suddenly says, uh, so Scott, your thoughts on the uh, the deal with the thing? And I'd go, oh, if I was in another game, I'd be like, ah, oh, shoot, uh, hold on, I'm in the middle of trying to kill somebody in Wildlands or whatever, which is the other game I've been obsessed with lately. And uh, you can't do that. But you can be in World of Warcraft and be in the middle of a world quest and just sit on a hill and, and answer the guy's question. Like, you can pay attention. You can watch a movie. You can do all sorts of other stuff in your life. And uh, Yeah, WoW grinding is the, is the ultimate uh, secondary gaming experience. Yeah, it is. Like fishing, farming for herbs, doing your dailies. Now, I don't think you could raid. You certainly couldn't PvP no, and do this. But no. there's plenty of activities in World of Warcraft that are autopilot enough that, uh, you know, you can catch up on your favorite show. You can... Yeah, I kind of like that because <laughs> I kind of like that because I feel like some I have I have a lot of gaming interests, but none of them let me do that as much. And I don't think it's a this isn't a way of saying that WoW is not engaging, not at all. It's just oh, you're um you're really know. just describing MMOs. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and they just do it better. I mean, than anybody. Stardew Valley is great at this as well. Stardew Valley is another really good game for that kind of thing. Yeah, unless you're just waiting for the clock to clock down, because here's the problem with Stardew Valley: you're like, oh, I can't go to the store till nine because they don't open till then, and then the clock moves so quick. If you go do something else, you're going to miss it, and then it's almost closing time. You're like, shit, gotta get to town. And then the other problem is, if you go on a Wednesday, you forget that that thing closes on Wednesdays. This makes no sense. 
Ah, that, sorry, you dug up an old wound for me. I hate that that store closes on Wednesdays in the world of Stardew Valley. What the hell the worst, kind of store does that? The worst part is on Tuesday night when they start when Semi Sonic comes on over the PA speaker of the store, and you got to listen to that damn song. <laughs> oh my gosh, you just dug a whole decade up and laid it bare. Uh, uh, I saw Captain Marvel, so the '90s are on my mind. Oh yeah. Hey, real quick, just give me a thumbs up or down. You don't have to spoil anything. Do you like it? I don't understand why there's split reviews. Y'all liked Ant-Man. This was a way better movie. Than Ant-Man, yeah. No, I, I think it's just people are weird. I, I'm very much looking <laughs> forward to it. And uh, I love that new trailer for Endgame looks looks awesome. Anyway, uh, so it hit. We're happy to have it. That's great. Uh, I am loving the war campaign story bits this week. The new stuff we got, I think, is great. That whole uh, Jaina Bane thing, and I don't want to give anything away here, but the brother and all that, awesome. Totally cool. I want to do a little theory crafting real quick. And again, we're not going to, I mean, the show, we can spoil lots of things on the show, but go watch these cinematics. If you're, if you're playing the game, you'll see them in the game. If you want to see them some other way and don't want to hear us talk about them, we're not going to spoil all this. Let's just say there is a confrontation, quote unquote, uh, of sorts between Jaina Proudmore and Bane Bloodhoof, and it's and it's great. These two have not seen each other or spoken since uh, before Theramore's destruction. Jaina, can we? Yeah. Can we talk about it next week? Can we? Can yeah, we yeah, plant we'll our flag it, and we'll, say yeah, next I, week? I think that's gloves good. are off. I, we're, I agree. We're, we're, yeah. I, I agree. Cool. That gives people enough time to 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 sift through this and get to this point. Yes, because yeah, if you absolutely. were even. If you're even like remotely caught up, like yeah. you just get the quest right away. Hey, go go do the thing with the with the cow man. Yeah, or just at least for the horde people. It just pops into your. I mean, you suddenly have it. Uh, it's just a thing you got to accept at the top of the screen. So unless you're, yeah, I guess was, you're, uh, if you're behind, I don't know what the gating is on that because the story stuff. I it, well, now that I think about it, I think it might be you have to have finished the Zara lore. Oh, is that how I got there? I thought yeah, because I, I figured it just did one, it. Thing doesn't take place until after you know the fall of Rastakhan, which we've already talked about on the show. So I will, I will mention, yeah, hey, Rastakhan's a boss in the raid, and things don't go well for him. No, things go real bad because that him. that triggers the after raid event for Horde players, which then leads into this quest with Bane. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how this stuff triggers for Alliance. Yeah, and Tanza Zoriel or whatever her name is the daughter. She has uh, she has ghost arm now. <laughs> Anyway, so here's the deal. <laughs> I hope eventually she cuts it off yeah. and we get Winter Soldier Goblin Arm. <laughs> All right. I'm into it. I like that, actually. All right. Uh, hope Blizzard, if you're listening, and they are, let's go. Uh, anyway, so it's really good, and we will talk about it more in detail next week. In fact, that's a great idea. We will make a – let's make a point next week of, like, a hard-hitting look of where we're at with this story. And yeah. Uh, it was such a nice surprise. I've I've been more spoiled on the PTR patch stuff than usual since basically joining the show. Yeah. Um, which uh, is is fine. It's whatever. But I I didn't know this was a bit of of a surprise. Apparently, it was pretty obvious because there was just a missing block of something at some point on the PTR. Right. Um, but it it still was a bit of a surprise, and uh, I love that this story point got one of these cinematics because it's pretty mild. Like it's just a it's just a dramatic scene. It's just a, and it's, it's so a, well done. It's a prisoner exchange moment, kind of, that is so well handled and gives me. I, I already say Bane Bloodhoof for for you know twenty twenty <laughs> or whatever 
whenever we want to get our new uh, uh, war chief. I really like him a lot. I always have. I always felt like he was getting short shrift in the in the story. He was just sort of window dressing. Um, to be honest, I was a little concerned leading up to this with the portal controversy, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, the fact that they were cutting Thunder Bluff out of the portal network entirely. I'm just like, man, can Torrens freaking catch a break? Like, what? why are we treating them all like the ugly stepchildren that they're not? And then you get this moment and you go, oh, he's got more to do here. There's a lot more to have happen here. And he's 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 way more closer aligned with the thrall slash um almost called him Denzel. <laughs> I'm really jacked up this <laughs> morning. Who's the troll? Who who was our guy? You love him. Bulgin? Bulgin. I couldn't I all I could think was Denzel. <laughs> like Washington. Oh my god. Oh my god, Bulgin voiced by Denzel Washington. Make it happen okay, for a Warcraft sequel if yeah, we ever get one. That's going to happen. Warcraft 4, count on it. 2019, BlizzCon. Uh yeah, Bane would be He's your guy, dude. He'd be the guy. It's it's like that like, again. It's like that. There's a line in Game of Thrones where it's like he might be the the first person to truly deserve that throne. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, I think Bane would be the first like true good leader we've had since Thrall, and uh, I'd I'd be all I'd be all for it. Yeah, I would be as well. Um, I mean, that being said, my God, the story is moving at a snail's pace. Let's let's pick it up. Come on, I don't I, I don't care anymore. Where are we going with Sylvanas? This yeah. is. Part this is of, molasses at this point. Part of the problem, I, you okay? You brought it up, so we're just going to address it. I think that this particular expansion, and maybe Legion was more like this, and we've just forgotten this, but this expansion did make a pretty concerted effort to say we're going to have very cool and very well realized uh, moments in the story. They're going to be, you know, rendered in this beautiful in-game sort of half-rendered engine thing that they use, and it's beautiful and it looks great, and it still feels consistent with the game. And even then, we're going to pepper in a couple of other fully rendered things we did back when we made the attack on Lordaeron. We're going to do all these things, and we're going to pepper these in throughout your experience in BFA, which I really appreciate. But as by its nature, that kind of work takes a certain kind of production schedule that you can't just do overnight. And you can't do more of than you can handle. And so you can picture the meetings they had in there of like looking at a timeline and saying, all right, well, we need to hit this point, this beat, this beat. Do we want to render this one out or do we want to make that one just a little dialogue in the game or should we go nuts with it? And then when all those decisions were made, they had that all sort of, you know, piecemealed out across the board. And I think in actual um, everyday impact, it feels like we're getting it at a snail's pace but it's maybe the best they can do given that they want to go for this fidelity. Do you know what I mean? Like they could totally back off of that and just have it be walking with your character with a dude while he tells you words. It could be that like it was in the old days. Um, And perhaps we get these story beats much faster, but imagine that exchange with Jaina and Bane on that ship in just you standing there reading the freaking uh, chat text down in the corner of your screen. I would hate that. And it would be Bane every once in a while going, like they do, you know, they'll gesticulate <laughs> as if they're talking. For the, for the podcast audience, Scott is throwing his hands <laughs> forward in the classic Torin is talking animation. Yes, because that's what, how they used to do it all. And they still do some of that for interstitial things. But I, for example, the scene where Malfurion gets hit in the back with the axe from uh, uh, what's his beak from. Uh, oh, OK. Yeah. And the pre-patch. I, I get uh, I completely understand where you're coming from. I, I guess where where I'm this this is already taken longer than I I, I expected this conversation to go. So, um, but <laughs> where 
where I'm coming from is the the feeling of are we just rehashing Garrosh and are we the horde just feeling like bad guys again? And the answer, at least for me, is yes. I feel like the bad guy, and I felt like they were like, well, just wait, wait, wait till you see the whole story. And I'm like, dude, it's been half a year. I've spent the in, this entire expansion so far feeling like a piece of crap. Like mm. I'm just the bad guy, and you're and you're just leveraging half of the player base as your villain. Right. And I'm ready for the other boot to drop. I I, I don't even. I'm I'm just at the point now where I I don't care. <laughs> well, I'll give, I'm just ready to move on. I'll give you an example. Know this is coming. Let's get there. Yeah, exactly. I'll I'll give you an example of where um I could have used more, and part of it's because it wasn't a fully rendered thing. But there's on the horde side. It's been long enough now. I think we can talk about this. You're told to go look at some clues in and around Stormwind and find out where Sourfang is, and you find him. Who is the girl with you? I forget. It's one of Sylvanas's chief lady lieutenant ladies, uh, Aloria Alaronda. Uh, I'm I'm completely forgetting. I forget her freaking name. Anyway, she's super like, yes, come with me, hero. Let's find the deal. So they go out there. Dark Ranger, she's called. I don't know what her name is. Uh, they get out there, and you're like, ah, look at all these clues, man. And there's some questy business we got to do while we're out here. And you do all your questy business, and you kill alligators at level 120 outside of Stormwind, which is super weird. And then, um, <laughs> I don't know if that stuff's just scaled up or just there, but whatever. You do all your thing, and you become a little kid for a while. Do you know this quest I'm talking about? You, you, turn, you drink a potion and turn into a, a, a little girl. Is this one where you go out to find Sourfang in the swamp? Yes. Yes, yeah. but you okay. you forgot gotcha. about the girl thing. Oh, gosh, it was so stupid. Anyway, you become this creepy little horror movie girl and then run around town while she looks like your mom going, oh, where's the Oh, thing? yeah, yeah, I really liked that quest. Oh, <laughs> that I hated it. was super fun. I didn't enjoy it. But when you got there and Sarfang's there and he's in the camp and he's like, I'm not going anywhere. And then you have to, you, you're basically forced into backing him. And then you wipe out the Dark Ranger and then all of her peeps that are there to help enforce this. Uh, I'm okay with all of that as a story beat and not being a fully rendered thing. That's fine. What I had a problem with is as soon as that was done, uh, I go back to Orgrimmar and I got to talk to the dark lady, you know, she's summoned me back to see how this all went because my job was to go with Lady Hoo-Ha and then take on, you know, find him and bring him back. I come back with bad results. Everyone's dead except me, which obviously means something's going on and she's too stupid to tell. So, so, you know, this this brilliant tactician slash, you know, malevolent leader uh, of the horde looks at me and says, how very strange that she should die and all her, all her soldiers and yet you live. Well, anyway, next time, make sure you bring him back. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> beat. Well, that's one of the quests with, with the options. So you can also just go full trader and just tell her what happened. And <sighs> none's the wiser. I wasn't going to tell her, though. She can bite me. I'm 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 playing my demon hunter as like a full on. If I, if I were RPing, I'm 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 RPing as a loyal to Sylvanas. Yeah. I just feel like my demon hunter would be on board for this. Yeah, it was. I mean, yeah. I, my, my point being that not everything's gonna fit with what we expect from the story, but uh, I take your point about. Yeah, I'm, 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 I mean, I was basically impatient at the beginning because right. they were so coy about the burning of Teldrassil and then it came and they're like, it was Sylvanas all along. And I'm like, why didn't you just tell us, you mm. jackasses? It's yep. not that big of a surprise. Not You're only, just going with the most obvious route. Yeah, not only that, they said, uh, oh, yeah. And by the way, after all this huge revelation, spend the next few months doing nothing but troll stuff and never hearing from Sylvanas and only Nathanos will talk to you. Rah. 
You know what I mean? Like it just became a yeah. different game for a while. Yeah, and, it's just uh, dumb. I don't know if I. It, it, I don't know if I hate to me, it. It feels like you, you know, uh, uh, it's like reading a a a thirty two page comic where ten pages are ads. Uh, and I'm ready for it next week, but the next issue doesn't come for two months. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, come on, move faster. Yeah, it's uh, it's all very it's all very strange. Anyway, uh, I am going to say that uh, Bane 2020. That's what we want. Let's talk about the. Uh, oh, do you any other thoughts on the patch? Did you have any other? Um, have you done anything like gotten your troll done stuff? Your quest line done? No, I have. I have. I have not gotten my troll done. Um, oh. There's uh, I've. I've been distracted by things like Apex and realizing that I still love StarCraft. Oh, yeah, StarCraft's great. You shouldn't feel bad but about that. I would, I, I, I would really burn through my my rep for the troll faster. But I, I again, I'm, I'm still sitting here being like, well, I want a troll paladin, but my blood off paladin is very dear to me, and I just mm. can't bear race changing the paladin. And then I'm like, well, what am I doing? I'm gonna level another paladin and let my my main that i downed arthas with just rot no mm-hmm. so i'm in no that. rush for a troll i understand that i'm not either a part of me was in a rush because they got the there's a deal on uh race change stuff right now like 33 percent off or something i was thinking about buying it and just letting it just chill on my account yeah that's what i was thinking about doing the problem is the, the one i want to change says it's not eligible for a change and i think it's because actually i don't know why because i got the rep i need it just says i have to go look at it again today i only bar- i barely looked at it and then had something come up and had to go and i couldn't do it but there was some reason why i couldn't go from the troll druid to a zandalari troll druid and it annoyed me and i couldn't is that a time-based thing did you recently swap uh, this character no i haven't done that in a long time so i it's been actually. I don't think I've ever done a race change in the game. Oh no, that's I'm not true. I'm sure what the restriction is. Is it like I thought the only time restrictions were put in place were for like server hops and whatnot. Right, right. I, I do. I forgot. I did. I race changed a. When was this? This is forever ago. But I race changed a troll. Oh, it must have been in Pandaria. I, ra- I race changed a mage troll to uh, a mage uh, panda. That was that was a very long time. It was ago. a very long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still he's the one he's the panda mage that's just sitting outside of Zandalari waiting to start things after I boosted him. Such an idiot. He's the guy. He's the sixty dollar wasted guy right there. I've 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 race changed to a panda briefly on a warrior and I'm like, why did I do this? Orcs are so much cooler. <laughs> well, yeah, now you got they can stand up right and look even cooler. Like the fat was, pa- I love a fat panda. Don't get me wrong. Fat pandas, pff, I'm in, man. I, you guys are great. Uh, Chen, you're awesome. I love Cho. Uh, I want to hear him do some lore walking. Like they're great, but I don't know if I want to watch you. Some lore. I want to go on a lore walk with Ch- with with Cho. Cho. Yeah, let's go lore walk in there, Cho. You got your name for a reason. But the problem is, here's the problem with that: doesn't matter what gear you have, it doesn't matter what you transmog yourself to look like. If you're a panda and you're running behind yourself all the time in third person view, which is how you play this game, you will always see the little cutout hole and this tail sticking out, which looks like. He's constipated and can't get the poo the full distance. And I, I dare to go look at it and call me wrong on this if you dare, but go look at it. And even when you're wearing a cloak, the cloak clips through it. So you'll see his little, his little uh, freaking uh, gopher head poking through the cape as you run. And it just looks like he needs to take a dump. Uh, well, first off, you should be playing a female red panda because they get awesome little raccoon tails. No, you're right about that. Uh, you're right. About and, that. Uh, and secondly, you're a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> go look 
at it. You guys think I'm nuts. You're never going to be able to get it out of your mind. If you go look, <laughs> you go look at a male panda and you're going to go, oh, that thing's always there and it looks like a little half turd. And that's well, what I'm saying. Uh, Chat room's like, I never thought of this before you brought it up. I know. Well, go look at it now and tell me you can't. Now you can't well, not. Now we know just another little craziness of Scott Johnson. And uh, I'm impatiently awaiting the Twin Peaks uh, sequel, Lore Walk With Me. Sweet. Lore Walk With Me, Cho. Yeah. That would be a movie I would totally line up for. <clears throat> okay. Uh, let me have a, I want to have a quick conversation about you, uh, about a thing. Okay, you guys? Let's talk about keeps. Uh, here's the deal. Hair loss treatment. I mean, look, uh, none of us are getting any younger, right? I personally have not been affected by hair loss, but I know plenty of people who do. I know people a lot younger than me who do. And uh, look to keeps because they're a hair loss treatment product for men. You specifically, losing your hair sucks. Two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Keeps is the easiest, most affordable way to keep hair you have. Getting started with Keeps is so easy. Sign up. It uh, just takes less than five minutes. You answer a few questions and snap some photos of your head and your hair. A licensed physician will review your information online and recommend the right treatment for you. Then your order is shipped straight to your door every three months. These are FDA-approved products used to... Uh, these used to cost so much money, man. But now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to get. Keeps is only 10 to 35 a month. Plus now, depends on your needs and your plan. Plus now, you can get your first month for free. One hell of a deal for keeping your hair. You want to keep your own hair, right? To receive your first month of treatment for free, go to Keeps.com slash wow. That's K-E-E-P-S, Keeps.com slash wow. Keeps hair today, hair tomorrow. All right, check this out. Uh, portal, the great portal room controversy of 2019. Ah, the gnashing of teeth and the wailing that happened uh, last week before the patch when it was announced and shown on PTR as well as discussed in various forums that uh, each major city was getting a big overhaul on how they handled portals, uh, literally getting big portal rooms that were uh, then populated with newly, really cool rendered out versions of portals, some uh, permanent mage staff in there to kind of keep them up. Uh, just cool new geometry, and even the music's kind of cool in there. Anyway, I got excited about that. But then people started mentioning, oh, this isn't, this isn't your granddad's uh, portals. They've removed a bunch of stuff. I mentioned Thunder Bluff earlier. That one's off the table. No more Thunder Bluff for you hordies. You got to well, fly there on there was, a thing. There was a blue post saying that certain portals being gone was a mistake. Um, oh. Actually, I found it. Uh, CM Bornak uh, replied to a massive thread that was pitchforking everything happening here. Yeah. And in his reply said, for the part that was brought up about things like Iron Forge being removed from the BFA portal rooms, I don't think that's intentional and should be changed in a future build. Uh, because Iron Forge was missing, I, I would assume Thunderbluff falls under this same statement. Right. I think that you're probably right. Okay, I hope so. Because I don't think that was cool. Especially if we're going to... No, be- no. So, I mean, the, the TLDR on this is that the new portal rooms are here and a lot of old portals were removed uh, from not just your capital city, but places like Legion Dalaran. Mm-hmm. Like, all those portals are poof, gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they're out of there. Um, I haven't been to the Stormwind business because I don't really do a lot of alliance anything but i can tell you from the horde side over there you walk into the gates of orgrimmar 
and you normally you go in and you go to your right and then you go to your left and you're you're into the valley of honor or whatever it is and instead now if you just keep going to your right you'll run into this new room it's a bit of a hallway and then inside of there it'll unmount you in there and inside of there you have this just beautiful array of portals it's awesome i assume that the alliance side is just as nice and i think it's great uh you know what it used to be and i'd forgotten about it here's the best part i'd forgotten about it until i got that quest from sylvanas that they changed them so when I went and clicked on the thing in Zandalar, I figured, oh, this is just going to take me back to Orgrimmar in the basement in the freaking cleft of buttholes, and I'm going to have to go in there. And it, that's the most random spat. It's like somebody came in there and just threw up portals. Oh, bleh, there's your Shatrath one. Bleh, there's Dalaran one and two over there somewhere. Like, it's such a mess in there. It always has been. And so I was just prepared for that. I'm just going to pop up in front of all these warlocks down there and have to fly out of the cleft and go into the thing. But instead... Uh, I, I appear in this room and I go, oh, right. And I'm immediately enamored with it. 100% down. It's awesome. Hey, if they tweak it and add some portals that were taken away, great. If their decision was a gameplay one that it's too, uh, too easy to get to certain places too quickly, I understand that as well. I don't understand the freak out. This is a nice, not only from a gameplay perspective, a nice quality of life improvement, but I think just in general is a badass thing and they should have had it a long time ago. So take that, everyone. <laughs> Counterpoint. Oh, okay, good. Wait, devil's advocate time. Uh, Go. No, I just straight up disagree. Um, it's it's not a quality of life change if you're getting rid of things that help uh, help us move around the world faster. Mm. Like, in, in my mind, that's just not that, that's factually incorrect. Mm. Um, I think <laughs> the portal rooms are awesome. I think they're really great, uh, and. Uh, I have nothing bad to say about adding the portal rooms uh, and and kind of overhauling how portals exist within your your capital cities. I will also say that personally, I don't really care that portals are disappearing. It it's whatever. I'm fine with flying around. I've got the fastest fly speed in the game. There's still enough portals that I can more or less get around. Yeah. That being said, I just don't understand getting rid of portals i can't defend it it seems dumb and i get why people are annoyed yeah i can't i can't really defend that either other than it doesn't affect like you said it doesn't really affect me either like me getting to thunder bluff is not hard i can take a a zeppelin which are much faster than they used to be or i can fly over there in like not very long so it's not that big a deal um to me yeah it but just I, seems uh, yeah. it seems odd and the to to, to a certain degree um to defend, you know, some of the folks who were who are mad that's going away. If you've been playing a long time, mm. there are there were so many portals in this game at this point, Scott, mm. um, that it was hard to honestly know about all of them, where yeah. all of them were, and where all of them uh, went. Yeah. And to, to someone like me, I can understand knowing where all the portals are and how to jump them to the to maximum efficiency being something that's important to you. If you've been playing this game since vanilla. Mm-hmm we've been through a lot of portals yeah. and that's a, that's a piece of knowledge that you've, you've built up over a, more than a decade of playing this game. It's so a, it's a fair point. I just think telling everyone to burn it all down is a little crazy because these are of course, easy, easily readable digital pieces of content. So it's not hard for if blizzard, you know, has, if someone argues the point strong enough to blizzard and they agree eventually or now or whatever, they could add another portal. No problem. If some of this were done in air, they can fix that. It's not a big deal. You just wait for a patch and you'll get it. Um, no. so yeah. I, I just, I just wish that I wish the tenor of the arguments were a little less dire. Like people are acting like the world was ending. 
that these portal uh, changes. Were I mean, at, at a certain point, that's just just how things go. Apparently, it still sucks though. F yes, it, it does. Yes, I mean, if you want to, if you want to just say people on internet, people on the internet be crazy. I'm with you. Oh, I got a question. Actually, dude, did the I didn't even think to check this before the show, but did mages were they affected at all by this, or they just have the same set of portals? Because sure mages are completely unaffected and are now uh, one of the more convenient classes to play again. Yeah, because you can go to Thunderbluff with that guy, no problem. In fact, he should sit around selling Thunderbluff tickets for uh, gold. <laughs> Need to go to Thunderbluff? I got you covered. It's going to cost you thirty I, gold. I would like to see mages become the the loudest voice of protest in game. Mm. Like just I, slash Y, like F Blizzard. Thunderbluff portals here for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> that would be really <laughs> funny. Come up with the most colorful insults you can think of for uh, J. Allen Brack and and shout them while also giving away Thunderbluff portals. Yeah, uh, I like this. By the way, some advice, sage advice from Sidian in the chat. I, I keep bringing him up today, but I like this. He says he blocked the uh, Reddit for WoW, and my WoW experience skyrocketed. Turns out you don't have to have an echo chamber telling you if a game is terrible. Uh, your own enjoyment can be organic. That's pretty wise. Maybe it turn is. off that. It it's a lot of noise in there sometimes. I mean, I don't know. Do what you got to do. But I'm not saying that there aren't issues that aren't real. Like, people have real issues all the time in the game, and they should be heard by Blizzard, and Blizzard should fix them. And these are all truths. But when you're in a room full of just... Yeah, like that freaking uh, South Park episode where the guys yelling about taking their jobs and the aliens and stuff. You don't... And then they end up all having sex or something. Wasn't that the deal? That was some. Yeah, back to the pile. Yeah, that was awesome. What a great episode. Back to the pile. <laughs> anyway, uh, go look at your local portal. Go, um, go tip your mage and tell them you love them and go check out the portal rooms. They're way cooler than you think. And uh, it's just nice to see. Like especially in Orgrimmar, where things haven't really been touched since, um, visually touched since uh, Cataclysm. I mean, little things here and there, but it's nice to walk into a room where you're like, "Oh yeah, this looks like it was just made. This is nice, nice in here. Cool new effects. Those portal effects are cool." Like I'm looking at, it, I, I mostly enjoy it just from that that level of like a new thing changed in the town I'm always in. How cool it is to walk in there and hang about. There you go. Hey, let's talk about Arathi Basin and Warsong Gulch. They got remastered in this patch. We knew this was coming also, but I, I held back. I didn't see any screenshots before this. Uh, I played an Arathi Basin game. I'm stoked about this. It makes me want to play PvP again because, again, that stuff was really long in the tooth, man. Like, just shitty trees and bad view distance and horrible <laughs> textures and awful poly polygonal usage. Like... It was 2004 as hell in there. And it's so good now. It looks so good. It looks like brand new stuff. Rathy Basin, Warsong Gulch, totally remastered in this expansion or in this uh, patch. If you haven't seen it, Garrett, you got to get in there and just have your mind blown because the nostalgia is still there. They seem to have taken, I think, real care to make sure that they, you know, this still feels like Rathy Basin as an example. I didn't play Warsong, but it looks good. Uh, yeah, I mean, a portion of of the WoW team really it, with the, with stuff like this happening, and, and I think it started with with the Highlands being redone for the for the for the uh, for uh, oh, oh my god, Battlefront for Warfronts. Mm -hmm. um, I, I totally just had a complete brain fart. 
um, it started with that, but it's also mingled with with my thoughts with what they're doing with Classic WoW. Like, there's so much of the WoW team now that just seems like they're stewards at this point. They're they're the keepers mm-hmm. of WoW, <laughs> and 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 keeping these things the way we remember it, but also uh, keeping it around and preserving yeah. it. And uh, just what they've done here with Warsong and Arathi, it's just absolutely amazing. I haven't been in uh, myself, um, but I had seen the trailers. Uh, uh, that saw all the previews it's gorgeous yeah it looks great yeah it's a true it's a true uh fix and without without changing what makes those those classics you know and not wanting to have them out of the rotation i do wonder if this means that like what's the what's the bc one um some the not eye of the storm what is it is it eye of the storm it is eye of the storm eye of the storm that needs a redo <laughs> i saw that one the other day and went oh ugh, ugh. So they're going to have the same problem. They're going to start running into other things that are non-vanilla, but shortly after that they're going to either want to, you know, attack that or not. Um, I, I would say, yeah, BC is the last bastion. I mm-hmm. think uh, Lich King stuff still looks pretty solid because mm-hmm. that's when we got really good view distance and proper shadows and better water. But uh, or water was water at the end? I think water might have been at the end of BC. Oh, maybe. It was a cataclysm thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. You're right. But it, but it, it didn't. It doesn't affect the battlegrounds because the water engine applied to everything, ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I think the Lich King stuff looks pretty good. But you're right. Eye of the Storm. It looks pretty pretty busted at this point. Yeah. Just looks real uh, pl- I, bland and plain. Yeah. I, uh, Alterac Valley needs it real bad. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, please. In fact, I was really hoping that that would have been part of this, but that's got to be on their list, right? Because that's a yeah, that's another vanilla holdover. But yeah. um, I have a lot of nostalgia for Eye of the Storm. That was that was my favorite battleground for a long time. Honestly, probably still is if I'm really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I really love that battleground. But um, so so I, I still look through it with uh, with rose colored glasses, and it's not because just everything's freaking purple on that yeah. battleground. It's uh, because I love it. Yep, they start you out in a big pink bubble, and then you you go out there and you fight. I always like the center of that map because it feels like uh, that Unreal Tournament ma- uh, map facing worlds where everything kind of comes down to a little pathway that you could fall off the edge of and end up in the void of space. That stuff's cool. I was like, cause it just feels like those, those armies charging each other uh, yeah. from every cinematic ever or every fantasy film you've ever watched. Like just cause people just go nuts in the middle of that BG. Yeah. And when you first start, it's just like, it's very exciting, like super, super adrenaline pumping kind of beginning. A lot of the other ones are just sort of, well, okay, we're all starting here. We're not going to see another guy for a while. And this one, you see them out there and you see them coming down those paths. And I don't know, something about it. There's an immediacy to that map that I really like. So if I was Blizzard, that'd be the next one I'd work on. But just remember when you when you start running towards yeah. the flag in the yeah. middle of Eye of the Storm or uh, that you yell for Frodo. <laughs> You're still doing that now, huh? Still yelling for Frodo? Great. Always for Frodo. I don't mean to, Mr. Frodo. Um, all right. I'm going to yell potatoes. That's what I'm going to do instead. I'm going to go all Samwise Gamgee on him. All right, moving on. Let's look at, uh, oh, I'm so excited about this. Hattie is back, yo. Uh, This matters to hunters. The return of Hunter Talk. Hunter Talk! Hattie returns with new customization. Uh, Hunters will be returning to their favorite wolf form in Legion, or uh, sorry, getting their favorite wolf from Legion in patch 8.15. This is now out. On top of this, Hattie has been receiving a plethora of different customization items. So if you miss the pet, you get him back as a pet. Uh, you have to be a level 120 uh, hunter. You can start the quest chain by heading to the BFA faction hub and talking to the image of Memeron. 
That little penis still out there, man. Just still. I love Memorand. Don't you dare call him a little penis. Eh, he's a meh. Whatever. Uh, big red button. <laughs> so uh, that's always the, all I think about. You say Memorand, I think giant red button. Isn't that weird? It's a little weird. I it? think dodging fire oh, and yeah. lots of it. That's true. And that stupid frogger thing you had to do to, before you got the Memorand. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you, were a, you were a hunter. What are you, what are you worried about? I mean, you I just, wasn't. Uh, I wasn't. Worried. Up your run speed and go. Yeah, it was okay. I made it through a lot, but there were a lot of slow ass. Or you do aspect of the pack and <laughs> suddenly your teammates aren't going, they're not prepared for the sudden burst of speed and they just run into the bomb in front of them and die. I miss pack. I miss it. I want it back. We don't have that anymore. Poor hunters. We just have our cheetah. Oh, here's something to blow your mind. Hunters, listen to this. I don't know if you noticed this before, and this came up on Twitter somewhere, so maybe you've seen it by now. But aspect of the aspect of Cheetah, which is the one we use now to run fast for ourselves and has a ungodly long uh, freaking cooldown now, uh, no longer a raid buff. The Cheetah is not a Cheetah. Well, there was always Cheetah. There was always Cheetah in pack. There was. You always had um, both. But, and but here's the thing: the Cheetah used to be just like an aura, like it was just on, and if you got hit, it dazed you. Now it's like a it's a significantly faster run speed. But it's not, you're right. I I don't like the new one. I wanted to go back to the old one. I totally agree. I also just wish we were more useful in raids. But whatever, we have that we have bloodlust <laughs> now, so I guess that's cool. That's a that's a big jump in conversation. It is. That's a whole different show. But here's the thing: uh, what was I going to say about that? Oh, it's never been a cheetah. The little icon image, the art, is a tiger. And it's never been anything but a tiger. So next time you log in, unless you're using some kind of weird art replacement add-on, go look at your aspect of the cheetah. That's the name of it. Icon. It's a tiger in profile. Blizzard. My God, you're completely right. Yeah. And I think it's been this way since the beginning. Uh, to I mean, I don't think at one point it was a cheetah and they decided to change it to a tiger. So I'm going to go with, yes, you are correct, Scott. Yeah. And at one point, here's the best part of this. This is an old, people are only going to get this if they listen to TMS. But on the morning stream once, I was so tired one morning. I was trying to figure out what Chester the cheetah was. And in my head, I thought he was a tiger. <laughs> so I So I said on the air, wasn't Chester cheetah a tiger? And Brian goes... He's a cheetah, Scott. And then we laughed maniacally. <laughs> so, well, that's just because you're confusing it with aspect of the Chester cheetah, <laughs> which is indeed a tiger icon. And for some reason has a very sultry British voice now. I might, you know what? Let me see if I have this. I might actually have this in audio form. Okay. We're going to have to spank the little uh, tiger cat. No, that's not it at all, is it? I'm going to talk about spanking the tiger. No. Big mustard tiger? No. Gosh dang it. I can't find it. But Chester Cheetah, he's a tiger, right, is a is a major meme from the morning stream. And um, my morning show, which people should listen to if you haven't already. I never advertise it on the show, but I should tell you about it. It's every, every day. You should check it out in the morning. It's also a podcast. Anyway, the point is uh, that just hit me on all these levels to see that that thing has always been a damn tiger. It was never a cheetah. Maybe that's where I, my head was. Maybe that's what I was thinking. That's why I confused them. All this time it was a subliminal wow problem that there was always an icon that said aspect of the cheetah that I was actually pushing on a tiger's face. Anyway. Sure, Scott. Sure. Yeah. Whatever out you can take to to get away from the fact that you thought Chester Cheetah was a tiger. <laughs> it's in the name and everything. I don't know what I was doing. All right. Anyway. So check this out. This is my favorite part. Uh you can do you have you can do this quest in any spec, by the way, but Hattie is only usable in Beast Master Hunters, which was true before. 
the quest involves you working with Mimiron, great, Griff, Wildheart, and Thorum to reconnect with Hattie's uh, essence. You'll travel to locations such as Storm Peaks, Syphilis, uh, Old War. Silithus. So I always say it wrong. Because I, I got, look, if you got penis warts, <laughs> you got the Silithus. There's a big difference. <laughs> uh, and Old War. Uh, once completed, you'll be able to. Oh my gosh, I didn't know I got to go to Old War for this. So that'll be fun to go look at that. Anyway, once. Com- oh my god, yeah, dude, you need to go. You need to go do it because my my hunter is not Max, and I wish I could. Yeah, I'm gonna totally do rad. it. I just haven't done it. I'm gonna do it this week. Anyway, uh, once completed, uh, you will be able to tame six different variations of Hattie, the original five uh, models from Legion, and one new color. So they actually added a new one, which is pretty cool. PTR did not limit you on which models you could tame based on what you unlocked in Legion. So it seems that any hunter who completes the quest gets access to all of them. Um, after completing the quest, you also have access to certain items that benefit Hattie, such as making him into a mount. You can ride your effing pet, which I've been asking for for ages. So I kind of wish it was a tiger. Back to tigers. Yeah, now um, that we can do this for Hattie, hey, can we do that for all of our all of our freaking uh, pets? That'd be wonderful. Please how and thank cool you. Would that be, dude? I would love that. There's no reason they couldn't do that, but they probably won't. Um, they want to make this special. I mean, that, that was one of the main reasons I wanted to grind up my rep in Winter Spring for that Winter Spring Tiger back in Vanilla on my Hunter because I also that I used the 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 Winter Spring Tiger as my pet for my Hunter, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to ride around on a Winter Spring Tiger with a Winter Spring Tiger as my pet with a Winter Spring Cub pet out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all good. I have all kinds of. I want to ride a. I want to ride an ape. I want to ride around on that gorilla I've had since uh, Vanilla. That big white, uh, hard to tame gorilla I got—I forgot its name it's too too long ago. But I want to ride on his uh, back. <laughs> I don't like apes and monkeys, so I don't know. I can't help you. <laughs> you I've don't never like wanted them? any of them. Wait a minute. Wait. No. Wait. Why don't you like? We, we've them? talked about this before. I think the hosen are the worst thing to ever happen oh, to World of Warcraft. Right. Right. They disgust me. I thought that just I meant. Never... I thought just meant in World of Warcraft. Like, if you were at a zoo, would you avoid the the? Ape? I hate them. I hate monkeys. They're <laughs> disgusting. There's a gorilla at our local zoo here. It's called Hogel Zoo. It's a pretty good zoo. Anyway, you go in there, and uh, there's this ape, or there's this gorilla that will, every time you see him, flip you off. Every time. Like, it's Tourette's for him. He'll see a human. You wave or bang on the glass. Just throws the big middle finger at you. You'd love him. You'd be your favorite. I, I, dude, I'm, I'm struggling with uh, number one in Umbrella Academy because I just don't like monkeys and apes so much. Oh, right. He's, there's a talking ape in that. I haven't seen that yet. Oh no, the talking ape in that is actually amazing. I can't believe how good the CG is. I'm talking about the uh, the 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 character that's like crossed with a oh crossed with a gorilla. I don't know what that is either. I haven't watched it's that like show the, yet. He's the leader. He's the Leonardo of the group. He's also just very unlikable. But really? on top of that, his power is like he has like gorilla strength. So I just can't stand the character. He's the Leonardo of the group. You just made a, a Ninja Turtles reference. Yes, yes, Leonardo, the the most boring of the turtles. <laughs> I can never remember all the turtles' names. So it's Leonardo. Don't tell me. I'm going to try this. Leonardo, Comprehendo, Zachary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. Uh, Leonardo, Montenegro. No, no, no. <laughs> Ma- <laughs> Ma- Ma- Michelangelo. Um, two. Two. All right. You've gotten two correct. Somebody's called uh, Critter or Chitter. Shitter. What is it? <laughs> Cutter, ch- uh, shooter, old shooter. What's his name? The rat. What's the rat's name? Cutter, Jim, Jim Bob, whatever it is. Hold on. I got to think Warner? of the other turtles. Forget about them. Splinter, <laughs> Splinter. Yeah. First of all, not a turtle. No, he's not a turtle. Okay. The other turtles are. 
Uh, Chat room, no helping. No helping. I'm not looking. Uh, Michelangelo, Leonardo, um, Portfolio, and Bill. I have no idea. Donatello and Raphael. Ah, shit! Why I can't remember those? Oh, it's like those Apex characters. Never remember them either. You heard my fake names for them, didn't you? You heard that? Uh, no. No, I did not. Let's see if you can figure out who they are. These are all names. I This is what I literally call them in Apex Legends. And I could learn their names and not worry about it, but I just like these better. Bigelow, Junkface, Stinky, Garbanzo, Fun Buns, Pud, Chappie, and Hot Topic. I know Hot Topic, that's yeah. it. Chappie oh, is wait, the Chappie. robot. I know Chappie, I know, I know Hot Topic, and I know Stinky Face. Stinky Face, or no, Junk Face is the, is what's the name with all the crap on his head. Um, and then Stinky the is the, Stinky's the gas guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, so I, I know three of those, the rest I have no idea. Bar- Garbanzo is just the name I think of for the guy with the shield. Oh, Gibraltar? Yeah. <laughs> Garbanzo. And then Bigelow is your, uh, your smoke lady. She's in there. Bigelow. Oh, for Bangalore. Okay. Yeah. And then Pud. Right. Pud is the guy is Mirage, the guy that can. He's a Bigelow. I can think of as a Deuce Bigelow, Mad Gigolo. I'm like, what character is a Gigolo? Are you talking about Mirage? I guess I guess Mirage just kind of comes across as like a Gigolo. To yeah, me, a but. little bit. But I actually made like a whole character sheet with these names overlaying it and everything. Oh, I did see that. I yeah. did. That was a that was a good tweet, man. Yeah, it was Thanks. a good one. It was a solid tweet, as they say. Yeah. Uh, all right. This is the important part of Hattie. Sorry, I keep getting off topic here. <laughs> if you use a charge charged spark stone. Uh, you bring out the latent power in Hattie's lightning, virtu- uh, visually enhancing Hattie's abilities. This has a 60-second cooldown. If you turn on Iron Spine Protocol, this enhances Hattie's size and constitution, allowing for mounting. So this has a 60-second cooldown. So that is not a permanent mount. It's just a mode I, I, to mount him. I like that this is something you need to have, though, and you need to like apply to the, to the mount. It's almost, I, I miss feeding my mount. Is it weird that I miss feeding no, my mount? No, I'm going to say that I, I'm going to say that there's some pet management stuff that we all miss a little bit. Like it, I'm not sure the old implementation was the best or anything, but I do miss that the pet had more work to do than just have him by your side or recalling him or healing him. You know what I mean? Like there was more to back yeah, when yeah. you had to feed him. It was more like you were not Pokemon or or freaking uh, Tamagotchi or something, but. There was a level was a little of Tamagotchi. Pet, a little bit. There was a level of pet care that was kind of interesting. And it and it meant if he was happy, you got better. Like it was and there was a reason to it. There was a benefit to doing it. I do miss that. And though so you kind of get some of that fastidious sort of dorking with your pet stuff here with this. Uh Jolt Jerky, which is another meat like product. Uh this feeds Hattie a special treat, healing a small amount of damage. Uh sometimes Hattie may become too excited and viciously lick your face. This deals nature damage to you, but not I enough. I love this. It's not enough to kill you. I love this so much. It's pretty great. The rubber ball, you throw the ball for Hattie. That makes sense. Just play a little fetch. And then finally, uh, the Volt Weave Fez. This gives a Fez to Hattie. So Hattie will wear, a, well, a hat that looks like a Fez. And what else could you ask for? It's fantastic. I need to finish leveling my hunter. Good luck. This is that. amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm going to do that this weekend. That's my goal. Uh, all right. Some updates on WoW Classic. They are doing regular updates now, which is great. If you follow any of the uh, blue posts in the forums, you already know that this exists. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit of what they said. At BlizzCon 2018, we proposed a plan to give Classic four uh, content phases. These were planned to be centered primarily on raid power progression. Currently, based on both your feedback and our own deliberations, we're now planning to increase it to six phases. Our focus is still primarily on player power progression. 
but we're also aiming to capture what it felt like to play in a realm community in original WoW. To do that, we're planning to mirror the approach taken by WoW uh, by original WoW with patches paired together. We'll launch Classic with content from original WoW through patch 1.2. Then the second update will include content that was original WoW 1.3 and 1.4. The third Classic update will have 1.5 and 1.6 content and Wait, so, so on. so they're, they're launching without Battlegrounds? Correct. That's my understanding. That is interesting that's that nuts, hadn't hit right? me until just right this second i'm like wait 1.2 i don't think that was battlegrounds yeah i don't remember patches off the top of my head but just googling and battlegrounds weren't until 1.5 yeah that was later so you're not going to get those until this like fifth iteration or fourth fourth or fifth iteration of, of the updates but i think that's what people want my god do you get when, when you want to feel old yeah yeah i already do but yeah 1.5 battlegrounds came to world of warcraft on june 7th 2005 yeah yeah well like a year june you say so not quite a year probably six or eight months into the game before you got any of this multiplayer and that was a big deal to get pvp later because you gotta remember leading up to wow's launch the entire relationship that the gaming world had with warcraft the brand was an rts so that was everything. That was it. You 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 fought each other or you played the campaign and it was all about multiplayer and all of that. Like Warcraft 2 and 3, especially those that's what those games were. And so the expectations were very high that this would have a component of PVP in it. And I think Blizzard really struggled to figure out a way to do it. I think they still do. Clearly they still do. They're always changing and trying to figure out better ways to do PVP in the game. Um, yeah, I mean, but I mean, they're constantly iterating on basically everything in the game. But man, people were so pissed when it didn't launch with some kind of PvP. I remember this. This is all very, very vivid to me. How mad everybody was that that I wasn't. I didn't a thing. start playing until that following August. I started mm. playing in August of two thousand and five. Oh wow! I had uh, just started college. Psh. You're such a young puppy. <laughs> I was in my uh, I was just starting I was like screw it yeah. I'm done with Guild Wars I'm gonna pay money monthly to pay play a damn MMO because I want to jump damn it yeah now Garrett's in his 30s think of that yeah think of that don't think of that um all right anyway the point is what is the point oh uh so they're gonna they're gonna make you mad all all over again that there's no battlegrounds in the game but uh before <laughs> Before you get going, but uh, no, it's fine. Go on a PvP server, relive the glory days of taking three times as long the level because of people ganking you. Mm -hmm. Oh, so I just had a thought. If I start playing on day one on a PvP server, I can't get I can't get ganked by some max level jackass mm -hmm. who just feels like Camp and Stranglethorn Vale. Yeah, see, look, you're looking on the positive side. That's a glass half oh, full the right problem there. Is, is like, oh, there's a problem with that though, Scott. I, it would have to be my only game for a little while. <laughs> really. If I'm going to like just go hard on a PvP server in Classic WoW yeah. so that I can be on the same level as everyone else trying to kill me in, in common areas. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are going to do can't. this. They are going to replicate that experience. That's what they want. They want a realm-based experience the way it was in vanilla and forward. I mean, that's what, that's what I want to. Uh, I don't think I'm doing a PvP server. I'm not. No way in hell I am. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to play Hearthstone, Apex... I couldn't go on my my StarCraft fart off journey I've been doing the last two weeks. I couldn't do it back then. I didn't want to do it. I can't do it now. There's no way. But um, chat room asks if AIE, our, our uh, official guild of the show, will have a, um, a, a a guild on Classic. Probably. 
I think we should start Night Baby's Guild and see if uh, see if the name oh, gets taken away again. Just replicate that whole thing. Oh, I got to call Veronica. <laughs> it was her and I that came up with that. And you know what else? She'll uh, she'll her and I could we could go. Uh, we did all kinds of RP in that game. Oh, this is the craziest thing. Back in those days, Veronica and I would go out on like hours long, just questing and doing stuff in the world to level new characters or whatever. And we would RP that whole thing. And I mean like hardcore RP. I don't mean not, don't get weird. Not like that, but like, you know, everything was in character all the time. I don't know if she wants me telling people this. <laughs> I should, I should, uh, uh, call up Veronica and we'll start a, uh, a frog pants, all stars, honorable victors uh, okay. group. All right. Because we had the last honorable victory of frog pants all-stars before uh, uh brian saw fit to rig it in justin's favor yeah i remember that i remember that oh my gosh i'm having all kinds giving of- him the logan poster that doesn't have x-men anywhere on it this give a- me a break I'm, I'm having all kinds of weird feelings about this now all of it. <laughs> uh okay i want to give you guys a quick phase breakdown this is just kind of in short but phase one which is the classic launch will include molten core anixia and Marden. Okay, so you're going to get all that. Uh, phase two, Dire Maul, Azergos, and Kazak. Three, Blackwing Lair, Dark Moon Fair, Dark Moon Deck Drops begin. In phase I thought two. you were about to start rapping. Yeah, this, yo, 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 put it, pull it up and get a thing. That's a terrible rap. Uh, phase four, Zolgarub and Green Dragons. And phase five, Encourage, War Effort begins. So you guys are going to have to do all that again. I don't know, man, classic. Classic's going to get weird. Uh, Encourage raids open where the war effort dictates and dungeon loot reconfiguration. That's tier uh, 0.5 dungeon gear, relics, drop rates, and location changes. Uh, so they're going to do it just like they did in the old days. In phase six, Naxxramas, and then the Scourge invasion. So that's where they are so far with the phases. I'm sure there will be uh, tweaks and changes and other stuff. But I really, really want to run classic Naxxramas. I kind of do too once anyway it was so few people saw it yeah to the point where the team admitted it they were like guys we spent so much time on this and none of you were good enough to play it well that's why they (laughs) parked that shit up uh, out in front of uh dragon blight or whatever to do it again they figured out a way to jam that story in again so that you could go to next ramus because they were like yeah we did all this may as well have people play it i'm sure that time around i know i played the hell out of that iteration so uh, uh I, I would look, I'd be happy to do would I be happy though, because listen, for me and you to do next Ramus, think of what you got to do to do it. You've got to play vanilla ass wow to do it. And I mean all of it. And this isn't one to twenty in, in two hours anymore. <laughs> this is one to twenty um, is gonna take you the first three freaking weeks. It's gonna be bad. All right. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. Well, we're both contractors, <laughs> so I don't know. We find a way to monetize this so we can take less contracts. Okay. And uh, the goal is so we can get to next round. I have some really cool ideas, by the way, in that regard that I need to share with you later. Today. Oh, okay. Very cool. Pulling a, uh, cool. Pulling I'm not, a Johnson. I'm not kidding. Card. Like, if I can take like four less contracts a month, yeah. uh, that's, I, I, I think I could do it. That's a lot of WoW classic time. That's a lot of WoW classic time. Mm-hmm. Also, I just want to shout out to the community. They're so nice in this uh, in these threads about classic. Just so much good. Um, I don't know if, how much of this Blizzard is is culling, but just not the normal 
dick replies you get here all the time. Like just some nice <laughs> dick replies. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, people yeah. are using here just being a-holes for no reason, but lots of thanks for the updates. This sounds great. Ah, oh, this is great news. This is exactly what I was hoping for. Um this is why I get so impassioned when people are like, no one wants class. I'm like, clearly people do. Yeah. There are a lot of people who are very passionate about this. I am one of them. My only concern is just my own ability to find the time to play it mm-hmm. like I would like to. Mm-hmm. Like if I could find, somehow compartmentalize my life where I could just main classic for a while, that would be awesome. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I, I enjoy other games. I've really become a kind of a general gamer, definitely a general Blizzard gamer mm-hmm. over the past five years. And it, it would just be very difficult for me to do. Yeah. But I'm still very excited for it. Yeah, uh, too. My, my, my wife is stoked. This is the most <laughs> excited she's been about a video game. I don't know, since the last time they put a Link to the Past out on some Nintendo console. Ah, that's great, though. Dude, Link to the Past. Wait, which is the one that's they're redoing for the Switch? What was that one? That's uh, that, that that's uh, Link's Awakening, which she is also really excited about. That's, I've never played Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening is like, one of the best Zelda, like straight up. I, w- I was three. a Game Gear kid. I had a Game Gear. I didn't have a Game Boy until Pokemon. Uh, you must have enjoyed uh, Half Hour Battery Lives. That must have been your favorite thing <laughs> in the world. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing, nothing made me happier than dropping twenty dollars on batteries because that's how many it took, and yeah. having three hours of game time. I had the the DC like the actual like wall adapter. That's how I played my game gear. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I have the same. I have that unit somewhere in a box. I used to have that. So I'm, I'm it's yeah. somewhere it was, at my parents' house. I think they still have it. And I think like maybe seven years ago, I dug it up. It still works. Yeah, it's fine. I can still I can still boot up the world's most unbeatable Lion King game. <laughs> oh, yeah. That thing was infamous. That game. I mean, it, the Lion King game sucked, I think, on like every platform. Yeah, it was not great. It, it was so hard. Yeah. So stupidly hard. Stupidly hard. Beyond hard. Anyway, that's I'd love hearing about that. Um, all right, so it's all good. These are great uh, updates. I think Blizzard. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm a Blizzard fanboy, even in these darker times. Uh, I think them being this transparent about their plans with Classic is very smart, and I think Blizzard wants to do right by this. So, uh, players, I hope are happy as we move forward with that. One final note in the world of Warcraft: lots of WoW stuff today. World of Warcraft supports DirectX 12 now on Windows 7. Hallelujah for all you Windows 7 holdouts who just refused to jump to 10 uh, or even wherever 8 was in between there. Uh, I don't blame you. Microsoft's still supporting it, so you may as well. I mean, it's still a great platform. And uh, my, uh, window, or my, or, uh, Blizzard's like, yo, we're going to support DirectX 12 on there because we know we have a lot of players who play on 7. So good job. You guys are a bunch of crazy holdouts. I wish I could do it. I just don't feel right about it. I understand why people stayed with seven. I get it. There's some real stability in that version of the of the Windows OS. Ten's got it its fantastic. issues. Ten's not bad, but Ten's gotten it, a lot better. But it has it still has too much automation. Like it forces yeah. too much crap on me. That really annoys me. Um, I, agree. I agree. If they would just get rid of that, <laughs> like uh, stop making me like actually alter lines of code on my freaking OS so you mm-hmm. stop pushing automatic updates. Yeah, or at the very least, when people set up their PCs, give them an option that says, do you want all this automated poop? Here are the reasons why it's great. Toggle that on. Do you not want that? You just want a really good core base operating system because you're a gamer or because of other reasons why you don't need all these interruptions and this other crap? Then you choose that. That's as simple as that. Like, do that. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in 10 I like. I, I'm one of those weirdos that thinks the Xbox app that has like crossplay for games like Forza is amazing. And it's, yeah. 
it's so cool to go from gaming on my couch to coming into my PC and it picks up where I left off. I still think it's still one of the best deals in gaming right now is that Game Pass. It's awesome. It's it's really good. Yeah, Yeah. I don't even have I don't even have an Xbox and I I believe it to be a solid value. So yeah, you're not wrong. It's the only reason I played the latest State of Decay, which is actually a pretty damn fun game. I like State of Decay. That's good. Two is great. Yeah. It's such a great like when uh, I call these like my toy soldier games. Yeah. Like usually like Rome Total War was a big one for me or yeah. or, or Civilization. Yeah. It's the thing where I I don't want to talk to anyone else. I just want to sit and, and mm-hmm. fiddle. Mm. I like that too. For me, that's Endless Space Two, which is like Civ in space. I could play that any day. Mm-hmm. I can. Yep. In fact, I may it's play tough. it today because now I'm in the mood. Well done. Putting off that Hattie acquisition just a little while longer while I play Endless Space Two. Hey, you guys. Podcasts are a great source of information and entertainment. Entertainment. And if you're like me, you can't always remember where you heard something. So, like, if you're listening to a rad podcast like this one, for example, and we say, hey, don't forget to do this thing with your character. You're like, ah, crap, I don't remember what that was. Well, we want to share something revolutionary with you that would fix that problem. Been using the NoteCast app by XIQ, which is available on both Android and iOS. And it's kind of a game changer. You can use it to subscribe and listen to all your favorite shows just like you're used to. But you can also use it now to save portions of the podcast wherever you want. And it automatically generates a transcript for you. So all you do is you tap this little note button on the play screen or pause the podcast and say save that. The NoteCast app will save the last 30 seconds of what you heard so you can go back and listen to it later. And if you also want a transcript of some sort, you can get it in a digital note. It'll send it to you. You can even have an option to email it to you directly, which is pretty cool. Uh, I think it's rad. I think it's awesome. Um, Never seen anything quite like it before. And whether it's a great conversation story, joke, tip, recipe, a conversation about your favorite class in World of Warcraft right here on the Instance, Notecast will help you retain information like never before. It's an absolute must-have podcast app and the perfect cure for the the in-one-ear, out-the-other problem we all have. Uh, you can download Notecast for iOS and Android by going to notecast.app. That's notecast.app. And we got a special offer for you guys. Try it for free for 60 days. No credit card required. Just enter the code FROGPANTS when completing your sign-up. That's notecast.app. And use the code FROGPANTS to try it free for 60 days. That's it for that. How about some of this? All right. It's a big week, actually, for Hearthstone fans. And I knew uh, this would be a good time to bring it up because, of course, Garrett's got his hands all the way up to his elbows and everything Hearthstone. What's the deal with this new expansion? And, you know, what's what's the TLDR? Like, why, why do I want it? Do I want it? Uh, well, if you like single player, which you know I'm not the biggest fan of. No, I do. I uh, love single player. <laughs> There's a lot more of it. And from people I've talked to that went to the summit and played it, they say it's a lot more uh, Slay the Spire than ever before. I'm in. You do have to pay $20 for the full experience. They're giving away the first wing for free. It's $20 for the whole thing or 700 gold per wing uh, to unlock the other four wings. Is it highly replayable um, like Slay the Spire? Slay the Spire is amazing. It is my That's what I'm hearing. I don't know. It wasn't at the summit. It wasn't at the summit. I didn't get to play it, so I can't tell you. Okay. Uh, but I'm hearing really good things from folks that did get to go out to the summit and try it out. Um, and you are, you're also getting a decent number of card packs and a golden card pack uh, for unlocking all of these, whether you buy it with gold or, or pay for it your, mm. yourself. So. Okay. All right. 
So there is added value there. I can't really complain about it. I think it's actually a pretty damn good buy. Yeah, I'm, I'm they'll have my 20 if it's that good. Like I that's how I want to that's my kind of game. Like I I I've come to grips with this. Me playing randos or me climbing a ladder is not interesting to me. It just doesn't do it for me. It's not my thing. Yeah, they're, they're doing a ton. Um, I mean, so the new expansion is called Rise of Shadows. It was just unveiled yesterday. Um, it's real. I mean, it's a standard Hearthstone expansion. A ton of new cards coming. Uh, we're, we're we're getting uh, twin spells, which uh, basically you cast a you cast a spell and it puts it back in your hand. And it's not it's not like you have to cast it that turn. It's not like Echo. It just puts it back in your hand. You can cast it that turn. You can cast it later. Um, I think this is a really cool effect. The, they've only shown a few cards. Some of them are pretty damn cool. Uh, also, if you're an arena player, they're changing arena up drastically. And every two months, they're going to change the expansions, basically the pool of cards that you'll be drafting your cards from for arena. Mm. So you're going to have, uh, I think the first rotation is going to have something as far back as like GBG and as new as like uh, well, the new expansion. So it's going to be all over the place in terms of the cards you're pulling from. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of really cool new stuff coming to six expansion. Uh, whether you want to play for free, whether you want to spend a bunch of money, there's a lot of different things coming for you. Do you feel like... Hmm, I don't know how to ask this. I guess until you get your hands on that single player, we're not going to know. I just... the The, the fact that you compared it to slay the spire, if I'm there's hair up on my neck with excitement <laughs> because yeah, I, I love I figured, that game so be. much. Yeah, oh my I know, gosh! I know you really like it. Kyle's a huge fan of those types of games. Yeah, it um, needs that I've replayability never... though. It needs that kind of roguelike. I got beat, but I'm going to go back and I'm better this time. Or you know, I need that functionality to it. Like the the previous iterations of this, which were those other two modes in the last two expansions. I can't think of their names. Whatever they were. Uh, the. Uh, they were, they were a taste of what I wanted. They just didn't go far enough. It was just like, well, here's this thing that's progressively harder, and if you win, great. If you don't, start start over and try it again. And it just didn't quite reach what I think the potential was. It's sounding like, and from what I hear from you today, it's compounding this, that it sounds like what they're bringing to me is exactly what I want. And if they do, I will lose my mind. I'll be so excited for the first time in a long time about a Hearthstone thing, so... I hope you're right. Uh, or I hope Blizzard's right. I hope someone's right. Uh, it looks like the first real evolution of the Dungeon Run format, which has been my criticism of the other two mm-hmm. that have come since the original one, is that it feels very much the same. Yeah. Um, this looks like a true evolution of the format. So if you liked it, I would imagine you would probably very much dig what they're doing here. And very willing to pay for it, by the way. 100% down with paying 20 bucks for that, if it's yeah. good. And I'll pay uh, it every time they get a raid on it, if it's good, every time. I hate to do this, but my, my puppy is whining. I'm going to oh, go check on her and make sure hey, she's okay. I'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break, everybody. Don't go anywhere. We're just checking on puppies. Yeah, I have second. a uh, webcam uh, security cam set up, but my app is not working, so I'll be right back. Yeah, no worries. It's all good. I'm going to just play this music while he's gone. Hang on, everybody. We'll be right back. Fine, good. All good. She just wants out of her pen, and she learned a new noise, which concerned me. Oh, oh. She's just whimpering really loud. She's a very uh, new puppy, so all these new sounds are probably a blast. Yeah, yeah, just uh, cutest freaking thing I've ever seen. So. I apologize. Thanks for how, thanks for letting me. No, you're totally fine. How how are uh, how is that dog? I didn't think that breed was so cute when they were little. I figured they were just always kind of yippy and spazzy and weird looking. No, I think they're the cutest puppies in the world. They're adorable. Like yeah, these yeah. pictures you put around are just ridiculous. Uh, all right, let's move on to Diablo. There's actually something going on. 
Um, specifically, if you have good old games or want to go visit GOG.com, uh, pl- you can play Diablo 1 over there. I- I'm a little surprised it's not a thing on the Blizzard launcher. Like, it's a little weird that Blizzard said, hey, an up, uh, a, a working, functioning, on modern computers version of Diablo 1. Not a lot of bells and whistles, kind of just the raw game. But it plays on widescreens and things like that. Um, here it is. And it's not on our launcher. It's got nothing to do with us. We're letting the GOG guys do it. And it's cool, but it's weird, isn't it? That they're not doing it? Yep. I I mean, I'm curious how this went down. Did the GOG go to them and just like, hey, we can make this work? And they're like, yeah, whatever. We're not working on it. Go for it. Yeah. Knock yourself out. It's or did Blizzard odd. go to them and like, hey, could you do this? Could you make this work? Because that seems stranger. Yeah. But if GOG approached Blizzard and was like, we can totally get this going, uh, I could see Blizzard just being like, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, they've got a... They've got an entire division at Blizzard now that's focused on classic game rejuvenation, remastering, and re-release. And I'm just surprised that that's not under that. Maybe maybe they don't care about one and it's really two and forward they give a poop about. I don't, I don't know. It's very odd to me, but... I've heard some stories about that team. <laughs> yeah. Of, like it, of, in, the, in the face of all these changes or what? Uh, just like even before stuff got weird, that team was, was strange and had a lot of kind of upheaval. Ooh, really? It's the... You know, all rumor and hearsay, but yeah, uh, yeah. What if that affects? It's a little, little strange over on that team. Wonder if the WC three gets affected by that because that's coming soon. I guess we do get that this year. It's not a major release though. Uh, that game looks amazing, and I mean, we both played it at BlizzCon. It is amazing. I can't wait. That's money I just don't have anymore. There you go. Also, some uh, you know, we were all we were all sure that the big, or at least part of the Diablo announcements at BlizzCon last year were going to be about a rumored Netflix show in the works. And then nothing. They didn't say a thing about it, and everyone just kind of forgot about it. But this week, some notes uh, leaked from negotiations between Blizzard, uh, Netflix, and showrunners and that sort, uh, producers and that sort of thing, talking about the project. Not a lot of details. Don't know anything about you know story or characters or time or any of that. But a Netflix show based on Diablo, probably animated, something something like that Castlevania business is my thinking. Uh, definitely seems like it's happening, or uh, at the very least, you know, there's documentation showing they've discussed it. Whether it, it's still happening or not, nobody knows. But you can go Google that and read about it if you want, uh, dear listeners. It's interesting. Is it, is it rumored? I don't even remember anymore. Was it rumored to be animated or live action? Uh, animated was the rumor I heard before BlizzCon, but that doesn't mean that was okay, Just correct. do it like Castlevania. Yeah, just, that's just a make really Castlevania. But Diablo and I'll watch the hell out of it. Well, and the rumor was at the time that it was the same showrunner as that Castlevania thing, which got me super stoked because that was awesome. That thing is cool. Cool as shit. In fact, I want to go watch it. There's nothing I want to do right now. Now I got to put off Hattie. Oh, oh, here. Do you want me to do you want me to either ruin or make Castlevania infinitely better for you? <laughs> make it infinitely better for me. All right. Watch uh, next time you watch it. Just turn on episode one and you tell me. You look me in the eyes and tell me that Dracula doesn't look like the most anime-ass version of Kyle Ferguson you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> I can see why it might ruin it, because now I'm only going to see It's like the uh, the pandas with their little poo hole. I'm never going to be able to watch it the same. All right, I'm going to go I'm gonna go look that up. I, didn't, I hadn't considered that when I watched it the first time through. I'll need to uh, re- refresh my memory on how Dracula looks. Looks like Kyle. It looks like an anime version of Kyle. Oh, that's too good. All right. I'll go look that up in a minute. Uh, All all quiet on the heroes front this week. Not a lot going on there. 
nothing in StarCraft or any of that. So uh, not a lot happening regarding any of that. But big big week for Hearthstone and WoW and Diablo with its weird its weird sub-news going on over there. <laughs> Never quite figure out what's going on. All right, check this out. Well, why didn't it play? Here we go. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> it is the town crier where we read your emails and play your voicemails. And today, gosh, it's just no exception. We have one of each. Here's an email that came to us at theinstance at gmail.com. He says, hi, Scott, and probably Garrett, and maybe Patrick, and Terpster, a man can dream. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Someone good. listens to the show a lot. That's, in, that's indeed true. I am a recently married, soon-to-be 30-year-old who is lucky enough to have had a tight group of gaming friends the last 15 years. But for the last few years, it has become increasingly difficult to get our availability and gaming interest to line up. Do you have any tips, advice, or perspectives you would be willing to share Gaming with my friends is important to me, and I don't want to lose it. Uh, again, this is from somebody named Vincent. He goes on to say uh, in a PS bonus topic, it is going to get weird, or is it going to get weird when someone tries to remake the original Dota custom game in Warcraft 3 Reforged? Who sues who, uh, says Vincent. I actually think both these are interesting points. As to his question uh, about the gaming thing, like where are you at? Like my gaming friends are people like you and Garrett and Bo and John and and like all my gaming buddies, you just say I, like me and Garrett. Yeah, or what did I say? Ugh, I meant Kyle. <laughs> I, know I freaking you meant, you I do, do this all, all the, time. the time. And by the way, I, it's nice to know I'm not the only one. I've heard other people do this all the time. They're always swapping your names around, so I don't feel back like that. when we were doing Starcast. That was one of the complaints mm. uh, levied at us a lot was that they couldn't tell who was who in the audio recording. Yeah, you guys had a very which similar... I think is absurd. I think Kyle has a way better voice than me. I think you have similar cadence though. Which doesn't mean what it that used is, to mean. That is true. Um, we we both talk like we're currently DMing a, a game. Like we we like our our boisterous dramatic uh, statements. Yeah. And uh, oh, by the way, Talison and Evatel are we are doing a thing. By the way, everybody, we got a thing going. Chat room wait, keeps saying. Wait, are they coming on the show? I'm not gonna say exactly. What? Oh, what's happening? What's happening? We're in early discussions. Let's say it that way. Oh, I didn't hear about this. Nothing's been decided yet. Let's, let's put it that way. But the desire has always been there for us to cross over and have some fun with something. But whether, what, what that'll be, I don't know. My guess is, if I had to guess, I'll talk those two into being on here, and then we'll do like a little you know, show with them, which would be great. I was about to say, they should just come on for an episode. That'd yeah, it would be awesome. It wouldn't, and I'm sure that they'd love to. Now it's just an issue of all these damn Europeans with their shitty time zones. <laughs> yeah, you and, I, you and I will get up in the morning. We're not the kind of nerds that sleep till noon. No. We get up, we get hard, we get to work, man. We make it work. Yeah, make it work. why not? We'll figure it out. Anyway, uh, well, Vincent, that's my gaming group now. But there was a time where I was like, you know, all my old like Counter-Strike and Unreal Tournament and, and Quake 3 friends, because I was really down that path for a long time. <clears throat> they, same thing kind of started happening. Um, you know, probably right around your age, actually, right around 30, you start to, you start to see people split splinter off and have other priorities uh, they have kids or their career takes them into place so they just you know lose interest or you just can't get your it schedules happened way together. sooner for me did the it second we were out of college like it just fell off well because college is such a great place to form all that but it's hard to retain it you know once you leave because everybody's we, off to we, career and yeah stuff yeah. I, I you know i lived with two of my closest friends in college and we we all played wow together hell we used to, we, we used to all log on and we'd listen to the instance and play wow together yeah see I was there for you and, even then, <laughs> but like, but like, uh, like, 
you know, the, my StarCraft friends that I used to play StarCraft with almost nightly, that wasn't sustainable back in 1999 or whatever it was that we were doing that. And so eventually it just kind of fell away. And I don't think it's too big of a deal because I've been able to fill that with other things. Um, certainly from Warcraft forward, uh, Warcraft, uh, World of Warcraft forward, it's been, uh, especially since the show launched, it's pretty much I can, there's always somebody to play with. But when it comes to like my my core group of like friend friends, people who I send cards to on holidays, you know, that that level of friend, even that's tricky sometimes. Like I'd love to be playing Apex Legends more often with you and Kyle. I don't because our schedules haven't lined up. Um, no, I don't play in the evenings a lot. I, I kind of fart off and uh, start a Game of Thrones rewatch too close to the season or the series finale premiere with my wife. I love that you're doing that. That's <laughs> awesome. I wish I would have thought to rewatch that leading up to this. That would have been great. Well, I mean, I'm probably not going to finish it in time, but uh, it was really cool revisiting season one. And I'm definitely going to do at least two because all that Tyrion Hand of the King business is fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. But the thing about the first season... It's so shocking. You go back and watch that, and everyone's a little kid. Like everyone's so it is. young. Uh, it, it's so well, it's just so well written. Yeah. Um, but we could we could talk for days about it. <laughs> I yeah. guess I've been a hard steer us back to Vincent's talk here. Is like I think the reason, like growing up, like when I was younger, I was hated hearing like, well, you know, it's just the way it is. Like things get you know things get harder. Friends, you know, go off on their own journeys. I always used to hate hearing those kind of things when when I would talk to adults and they would tell me that's you know things are the way it is and talking kind of these these broad overreaching statements. And I have found as I get older, a lot of times it's because that is the way it is. And it is true of the world that and there, there's certainly exceptions to the rule, but I think for a lot of us, we grow apart, you know, mm. you start getting bills and things shift and it's difficult to stay on the same schedule as everyone. Even, even as Scott, the example you gave of you and I wanting to play more together, we yeah. have a pretty similar, uh, schedule and it's still difficult for it's us still to hard to align yeah so i i totally feel your pain uh vincent but i think there's just kind of get it where you can get it and my one of my excuses i've always been able to fall back on is my kids are always around so i get to play with them we play overwatch together we play siege together we play whatever the hot thing is a little bit of apex legends with those guys but even then there's nights where nick's like dude we're getting into apex and we need to fill out the third guy and I'm like, I can't. I got a show to prep or I'm editing or I'm doing whatever. So even then it's weird. But just get it when you can get it. It's kind of like water. Drink it when you find yeah, it. Yeah, it, it evolves. I, I I had a lot of different gaming friends. Um, and it, sometimes they last three months. Sometimes they last three years. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just you're at a certain point you start this uh, this is why i feel like people who have kids they all kind of congregate and i i call it hive together <laughs> like when you get married you start hanging out with married people when you have kids you start hanging out with people who have kids and it's, it doesn't necessarily mean all baby showers and boring stuff you, chances are you might end up gaming with those people because they're going to have very similar schedules to you yeah and you, you know you mentioned like just wet just weddings alone at the right around the 25 to 30 zone yeah, I got Every, married. I got married. Everybody's uh, getting married. Just married, 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 left and right. You're always going to somebody else's wedding or you're doing it yourself or just bonanza. It's insane. Yeah, it's yeah. We, we spent a lot of time hanging out with my our personal friends, Ben and Abby, because they're they're like at the exact same point we are. They're married, no kids, working on their own business. <laughs> like we spend a lot of time together because we have the same uh, free time. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Uh oh, to answer your other question. I don't know how robust the we, we don't know yet how the the editor is going to work in 
reforged, I don't think. Or did they say at BlizzCon in too much detail what their plans were? I don't know how editable that thing I'm is. I'm the wrong person to ask because I tend to tune out because I'm not really a custom map person unless it's auto chess. Yeah, that's true. Once in a while, you can get Garrett with your, with your mod. Every but, now and uh, then. Every yeah. now and then. And really, this is it. This is the only time I've ever really been smitten yeah. by a custom map. But assuming that they have the custom map capability and scripting and stuff that the old Warcraft 3 had, then yeah, someone's going to make Dota-ass Dota in there. Guarantee it. It may not oh, be sure. popular or huge. I, I don't know. Maybe it will be. But uh, maybe they'll someone will just make Heroes of the Storm in there. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> that would be funny <laughs> as hell. Oh, uh, yeah. Someone's going to be like, you're not updating fast enough. I'm just going to start adding my own heroes, <laughs> my own balance patches. Yeah. Very nice. All right. Uh, and a call. We got a call today. These number or these calls come to us at 801-471-0462. Write that number down. Put it in your phone. And use it whenever you want. We'll play them right here on the show. Uh, again, 801-471-0462. Today's voicemail sounds like this. With Allied Races, we'll soon have 21 different races. But with Professions, we'll have 11 Professions, Primary Professions. So the balance is definitely tipped toward Professions if Blizzard devs want to get great return on investment by adding more content, uh, and especially crafting Professions content, quests, recipes, law, etc. So my question is, do you think that the addition of all of the new tools of the trade items in the upcoming patch is the beginning of a renaissance for professions? Possibly. Thanks. That's a great question. Um, I've thought about this as well. When you have, I mean, we don't know what their plans are moving forward for allied races, but it, even at this stage already, there's so many of them that that has to have an effect on <laughs> how uh, professions work and how crafting in the game works and that sort of thing. So Renaissance, I don't know, but maybe uh, overhaul, maybe a way to, to to tweak the game to better take advantage of the fact that you know people are working with multiple alts and multiple races and reasons to be crafting for those specific classes and those races and and all that. Um, I think we already had it when they changed it to where I didn't have to go grind vanilla herbs to start mm-hmm. grabbing them out in freaking uh, uh, Zulama or uh, Zuldazar, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's um, I thought that was the greatest update they've ever made to professions was uh, making them your your skill with them specific to each expansion area. Yeah, I did as well. So maybe that's already happened, and they're just I mean, the tools of the trade stuff. While I have not looked too deep into it, does sound like some nice uh, upgrades for you people who spend a lot of time crafting things. I never do. I don't do professions. Maybe one of these days I'll dive in and go, oh, man, I've been missing out this whole time. How fun are these? But I have never in any game of any kind been that interested in in crafting and stuff. And part of the reason that the whole Minecraft thing just blew past me was that's all that game is. (laughs) You know, without I mean, there's mods and things now that make it more compelling, maybe for other reasons. But but Minecraft and all these survival games generally, it's like. I got to go and pick some thing to make a deal. Then I got to get that and make the other thing. And here's the recipe for this. And I just, that makes me like right now I'm about to fall asleep. Just saying it, just saying those words. I'm about to fall asleep on this microphone and Garrett will have to somehow remotely stop the show <laughs> and end this nightmare that we're in. <laughs> That's the end of the show, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you go check out Scott Johnson's work over at frogpants.com. He's got a wonderful morning show called the morning stream. You should definitely go check out. And uh, now you can watch him sleep on stream. That's right. Well done. Also, if you want to catch more Garrett, he's over at amove.tv and has fantastic content there as well. 
make sure you check out their uh, uh, their Star Wars show that he does with Jenny Joseph and uh, uh, Tom Merritt. What I like about that is we have some shared audience happening that really made me happy today. Uh, Adi, who's this incredible artist in the uh, in the community, has been drawing stuff for my There Will Be Dungeon show for months now, and it's so good. It's all so amazing. And I love this, his style. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. His his line work's incredible, but he posted up this amazing Jedi shot of the three of you, and I just could not stop grinning. I was like, there, there's I, Adi doing more. It's amazing. So, yeah. I haven't had fan. I, I have had fan art drawn of me, I think, two other times. And mm-hmm. if I'm forgetting one, I apologize. Mm-hmm. But it has been a very, very long time since someone sent fan art uh, from a from a podcast that I do. And I, I audibly squeed when I woke up this morning and checked my Twitter. This just uh, hit me right in the feels, Audi. Yep. Got me right in the uh, that little hole that all the pandas have. Got me right there. Uh, <laughs> it's really good though. It's super good. You guys should go uh, see his work uh, on Twitter. I wish I had his Twitter account handy, and I don't. Gosh dang it. Anyway, you guys are all amazing. Bunch of talented wackos out there, and I love it. Uh, that's gonna do it for the show. Big thanks everybody for being here. The Instance.net is the website you're gonna want to go to for everything you're looking for around the show, including our Twitter account at Instance Show at Scott Johnson at Garrett Art. More shows like this at FrogPants.com. That's gonna do it for us. For me, for Garrett. See you next week. story of Warcraft could take an ominous turn. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. After the recent news of layoffs at Blizzard, despite a record-setting year financially, the Dickens quote seems appropriate. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Keeping with this literary theme, there are now rumors of an impending disturbance in the telling of Azerothian lore. Christy Golden, whose talents at spinning tales both Horde and Alliance won her a senior writer position at Blizzard, is apparently feeling uneasy over the fact that no new expansion to write about is planned for 2019. A writer as prolific as she needs a creative outlet, and a stagnant world of Warcraft looks to be an outlet that is clogged. Sources tell ODN that Activision is taking the possibility of Golden leaving very seriously, and is putting in place a backup plan for a replacement senior writer should she walk. They are wooing a very well-known author who is much more comfortable with taking long breaks between installments of story. Long, long breaks. The mere thought of this person taking over the plot, however, has caused a sudden spike in the stock of Azerothian Undertaker companies and a corresponding drop in the stock of life insurance companies for both Horde and Alliance main characters. When asked about the rumors, a Blizzard PR rep insisted that everything was fine, just fine, and assured us that, quote, the next expansion is coming. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Buxley may arrive with spare parts. Buxley here to answer your World of Warcraft questions in this edition of Ask Buxley. This time we have a phone call. Dear Buxley, I am submitting my application to be an intern for Ask Buxley. I believe I will be an excellent research assistant for you. I know all about Azeroth. And I can prove it. The Alliance has a city named Stormwine, and their leader is Van Ryan Ryan. One of the major figures is Jaina Prudamori, and she casts lots of spells and is really angry right now, so you should kind of stay away from her. Other Alliance cities include Iron Forgy and the Exodar, and a great big burned out tree, which used to be called Darnacestus. The Horty city is Ogramari, and their leader is Cyril Van As Van Reinhardt. 
One of the major figures is there is an orc named Thiral, and we haven't seen him for a while. Oh, and I know the other Horty City Sioux, there's Thunder Bloof, there's Underside High, and Sliver Moo on Side High. As you can see, I would make an excellent intern. I, I expect to hear from you really soon. Uh, no. Thanks for your application. If you'd like to know what I've been up to every day, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. If you like the segment, please take the time and rate it on iTunes. So, uh, like, did I get the job? He's constipated and can't get the poo the full distance.